The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley, and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Vandenbeld and Roy Hoiskies. Hi there. Welcome to yet another episode uh, of the State of Search show. And we're, we're getting close to the end of 2010. And um, uh, it's about two shows in until uh, the end of the year is there. And uh, until that, you can listen to me and, of course, Roy. Hey, Roy, you there? Hey, hey, boss, I'm here. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, doing fine. Good. Um, we've got a guest today who's a, a very special guest. He's one of the bloggers on State of Search. Um, only recently, actually, he's uh, uh, only joined us about two months ago. I uh, uh, finally got him, got him to start writing after a few expo, uh, and he's, he's doing a great, great job already. Uh, and he's moved job to, jobs just recently, so he's got a lot of, us, a lot of things to tell us. Um, uh, he's in the office right now, so you might hear some voices in the back. It's Mr. Sam Crocker. Hey, Samuel. Hi there, how are you? Thanks, thanks for that introduction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well, thank you. How, how are you guys doing? Oh, doing just fine. Uh, maybe for uh, the listeners who, uh, who don't know who uh, Sam Crocker is, can you introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. So uh, I've, I guess, um, I've, I've just switched jobs. So I'm currently Associate Director uh, of SEO at OMD UK, which is sort of a big... Um, media agency, which is a bit of a change, um, came over here from uh, Distilled, which for those of you who don't know is, is a much smaller sort of uh, SEO-focused agency, and came over here with hopes of, sort of help, helping build out a team and, and furthering my own SEO knowledge, and, and I guess that's sort of where I am. I've spoken at a few events that people may have heard me from, blog every now and again. Um, I guess wherever, wherever will really take me. So uh, thank you for that, boss. By the way, um, but yeah, that's that's me. What, what, I guess in a nutshell. What's the kind of thing they can hire you for? What 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 is the thing you do love to do most? In terms of one aspect of search, or yeah, what, I, on a date. Yeah, yeah. Well, well if, I, I guess yeah, from ahead. a from a strictly SEO standpoint, I'd probably say that key phrase research is probably my favorite thing. Um, but in terms of what I would suggest. Hope, hopefully, my clients would agree that what I do well is is sort of speak to clients in a in a way that they can understand, and then in an ideal world, go on and implement the the suggestions I've made. So I've worked primarily as as a consultant, but um, yeah. It's one of the most important things right now, probably the the, the being able to explain what's going on in a normal way, without 
being too technical without being too uh, well professional actually yeah. <laughs> for, for a lot of clients <laughs> that's a challenge for a lot of SEOs at least that's what I'm noticing with the, some SEOs that they're having difficulties doing that definitely definitely it is always a bit of a challenge I wouldn't, I wouldn't say to dumb it down but to, to just sort of speak at a level that, that everyone can understand and then on the other end of the spectrum it's sometimes quite quite technical if you're speaking directly with a developer or someone like that so uh, yeah it, it really is a game of trying to tailor it to your audience and, and try to make sure that everyone understands well enough that they'll get on board and, and implement the changes you, you suggest and, and with any luck see good results out of it. So. Yeah. So the results are uh, uh, coming your way good. Um, uh, OMD, of course, good, nice, uh, big uh, agency. Um, it's a very different feel. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. Uh, distilled is from, uh, distilled where you came from, that's, of course, uh, the Critchlow brothers, uh, who, yes. who've been on the show before also. So uh, um, uh, is, what's the biggest change you've seen so far? You've, you've only been there two weeks, I think, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, obviously, the whole industry in general is, had had a bit of tough news in the last few weeks. Um, yeah. One of the main reasons I, I joined OMD was to work alongside uh, John Durrani, who unfortunately passed away a couple of weeks ago. So things haven't been, I guess, exactly as they will be, um, just in terms of of team morale and that. But that said, every, everyone's been really great and really helpful and, and supportive of one another. So I'm I'm finally settling in, finally back to. I don't know. Not, I wouldn't quite say day to day, but getting getting used to uh, meeting my new clients over here. Um, but yeah, so the, so the biggest difference I would say is just really in terms of of size and in in terms of getting accustomed to to working in such a large agency with with so many different offerings. Where um, Distilled really does focus on sort of web based marketing. Um, you know, OMD covers everything, and it, and it's. It's quite cool um, in some respects. You've got access to a lot of really cool people, a lot of cool campaigns, and a lot of really big clients. Um, but it also means, you know, learning. I guess a, a certain, uh, well, to a certain extent, learning how to how everything fits together and and how to really take advantage of of some of those opportunities with other departments within the agency. So. Mm. So it's 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 a new challenge. Let's uh, keep let's, let's keep it at that. Okay, um, let let's go into a little bit what, what what's going on in right. in the world of uh, yes, search yeah. and social. You're one of the people who's uh, actively on Twitter, uh, who's also sharing a lot of information. You're writing, you're reading. So um, we thought we'd just go into a couple of topics of uh, things which went on in the in the past uh, well weeks week, um, like we uh, do on more shows uh, more often. Um, there's one thing you uh, um, uh, we always like. We always ask our guests uh, uh, to, to put in anything they want uh, as a, as a topic. Um, luckily, so far there hasn't been no guest who's been doing really strange topics. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you you also uh, said, well, it might be interesting to uh, talk about the state of the rankings at the moment because uh, uh, yeah. well, you've been seeing more and more posts and uh, uh, changes to SERPs, uh, which looks really spammy. So. Yes. Um, I, I agree on that, but uh, in, in well, go ahead. What's your th first thought on that? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> the whole range of things, as you say, at the moment, it, it really is. I know SEOs are always talking about how quickly things are changing, but changes are coming really fast and furious um, in terms of just what the SERPs actually look like. Um, 
number of ads we're seeing, maps popping up out of nowhere, and um, just in general, I would say the state of the SERPs is, is in flux, but uh, more to the point that you're talking about, and, and what I have been reading a lot about this week um, is just a general discontent uh, sort of within the community of the state of the SERPs. And I, you know, I have seen myself a, a lot of what I would consider quite spammy results slipping back in. Um, I know speaking to some of the other guys, you know, sites that had been penalized in the past have, have worked their way back in, into the SERPs and, and techniques that for, you know, for, for, for the most part, Google had found a way around with their algorithms um, seem to be popping up again, um, really age-old, you know, not, not useful content to the users, um, people just manipulating um, sort of no-frame stuffing or taking advantage of, of subdomains. Uh, seems to be working quite well for, for people out there. And uh, I, I did read today, um, sort of there's been an increase in the level and number of complaints coming. Uh, I think I read that over on SEO Roundtable and, and that in the past, often that has happened just before a, pre a pretty major uh, update to the index. So yeah. I, I suppose that's one possibility. Yeah. Um, but I, me personally, what I've been seeing is a, a general, I guess, decrease in the value to the user in, in terms of what uh, Google's been returning. Not, not yeah. across the board, certainly, but, um, you know, to, I think... To make, to make things clear, there, there are two things people are complaining about. One thing is that, the, what, what you're just saying, the re spamming results, so results from sites who shouldn't be there. And the other thing is that um, people feel that Google's promoting their own sites a little bit too much. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, Roy, like... Sorry? Own sites like boutique or other other sites as well. I mean, they're not doing that too much in Holland, do they? In Holland, no. <laughs> no. Well, I don't think no. Holland's really uh, really. No, no, no. Uh, I know, but I mean, if there, is, I know about boutique.com, but are there any more sites that they promote uh, in favor of other UK sites, for instance? I'm not sure about the UK, but there was a story in the uh, Wall Street Journal. Um, uh, about um, a couple of uh, vertical search engines, actually, who who make complaints towards Google. Yeah, um, for, sorry, but if you if you're a search engine, you're focusing on Google to get traffic. You suck. well for now, for example, tri uh, TripAdvisor, they pull all their um, yes, uh, yeah. their uh, reviews out of Google because they felt the results were uh, um, well not not good enough anymore, uh, and they, they feel that Google's been uh, uh, well, trying to promote websites which are uh, Google websites, so uh, more results. I think, I think Sorry, that one's. But, I was just gonna say, I think that one's of particular interest. I know one of the other things that we had sort of discussed back and forth over email prior to this is is an increased emphasis on local, seemingly from Google, both in terms of coming out and saying, you know, that that's going to be one of their main areas in terms of. Uh, you know, looking looking to monetize um, and local advertising, yeah. and and also you know just the amount, as we said, the the number of SERPs that are now returning the map uh, and and more local results for seemingly brand terms. So I think, for me, whilst yes, I think to a large degree, TripAdvisor may well have done it because they don't think the quality is up to snuff. On the other hand, I think they may be starting to think about the fact that. Well, you know, their content is effectively being used to make Google better, and Google will, from the looks of things, 
be the ones making the money off of that. So, so there is obviously an incentive for them to bring some of that data back, back onto their own site. Yeah, agree. I agree. Yeah, it's it's the, the the weird thing was though that um, last week somebody noticed that TripAdvisor's reviews were not showing in 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 the SERPs anymore, uh, mm-hmm. at least not in the on the local uh, area. And um, then they asked TripAdvisor what's going on, and they said, "Well, we've pulled the reviews." Yes. Uh, yeah. And they say uh, because uh, Google uh, Places, uh, uh, the changes they're making to Google Places with the map uh, pushing down ads and with the uh, more ads uh, um, uh, on top and more local results, which push down our reviews. Um, uh, we we believe it's not in, in, in favor of what the u- user uh, in favor of the user. So the experience of the users is is not being benefited by the changes Google's making. Uh, sure. And then they asked Google what's going on, and Google said, "Oh, that's a mistake. It's a technical issue." And uh, huh. that'll return soon. Yeah, oh, that's interesting because I read as well that they. I, th- I think it was even an official statement. I can't remember exactly where I read it, but from TripAdvisor saying that you yep. know that it was done by them um, and that it, it, there was a follow-on article that basically got to the point that really all you need to do is uh, ask <laughs> effectively and Google will stop using your data, whether that be by way of robots.txt or a formal letter to them saying, you know, not really welcome to use this anymore. Um, so I, I would be very interested to see how that plays out. I'd, I'd not heard the, the comment from Google on it. so. Well, Google officially said that they uh, um, they responded to uh, Mike Blumenthal on uh, because he was mm-hmm. uh, one of the first who uh, who wrote about it, and yep. um, uh, they responded to him saying that well the little the, the literal, literal is that a word no the quote <laughs> the actual quote uh, was we're aware of a technical issue in which TripAdvisor reviews are sometimes not appearing in results for Google Places, and our team is working on the, to resolve the matter. And that was at the same moment that TripAdvisor um, um, sent out a press release saying that um, they believe that uh, they continue to evaluate recent changes to Google Places and we believe that the user does not benefit with the experience of selecting the right hotel at the moment. Right. So two stories, two different stories from the same on, on the same matter. And that that's yeah. the thing that, which is, well, kind of worrying me actually yeah you would well, think it makes that you think, yeah go ahead so i was just gonna say um you know it makes you think I, I may have misheard you but from the google part that you read it didn't sound like they said explicitly that the the TripAdvisor reviews would be coming back um so maybe they'll be looking for new new source to to feed some of that information in which again i, I don't think is necessarily good news for the the user experience or, or for people using the search, um, because obviously TripAdvisor had been chosen as a first choice for a reason, um, and if they're just going to open up that a bit more to, to other people just to, to fill that in, uh, that wouldn't necessarily be for the best. So, mm. Well, it, it seems as if some of the results are return, returning again, so they, right. they, they have been, there has been rumor that they are, they are in talks again, so probably... Right. They've, they've based on those talks. They've put back some of the reviews. Right. But, uh, well, it's not weird though. Actually, that TripAdvisor re- responds like this. It's 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 a bit of it's a bit of a 
strange fine line where you see that on one hand, okay, so TripAdvisor is a vertical search engine, so of course they're going to complain, like Roy just said, well, okay, it's a vertical search engine, come on. Um, but on the other other hand, uh, Google's really trying to um, get people to stay on their own Google Places site right. and to, to pull in, in, in reviews and have the reviews within Google and not within TripAdvisor, who uh, makes a lot of money out of the reviews. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the, the the real point there, isn't it? That you know, it's just traffic lost, and and as has seemed to be the trend, certainly this year, of of Google trying to keep people within their own properties a bit longer, or yeah. you know, a bit further down the conversion tunnel. H- however, it's been broken down. I, I do think, you know, that certainly whilst whilst TripAdvisor may not feel it's the best user experience, that clearly they have something to lose from not getting those visits to their own site for reviews as well. So, Okay, let me be devil's advocate for a minute. Sure. <laughs> Why should Google be providing the best user experience anyway? Well, that's what, they're say- that's what, that's what they say they, they're doing. Yeah, that's what they say. They are obliged to get the most value for their value- stakeholders. That's it. That's what they have to do. That's what they're obliged to do. All the other things, they don't give a, sh- they don't give a shit. I mean, well, if I- the money for shareholders is, is, is getting better... Yeah, no, I, I appreciate, and I know you're you're playing devil's advocate to a certain extent, but you know, I think for me, it's more about the disconnect between sort of stated uh, purpose or mission versus activity. I, I personally have no issue if they want to come forward and say, "Yeah, we're we're in it to to make the most possible money." Um, yeah, that's exactly. fine with me. I think it's for me what I take issue with is saying, "Well, we want the best user experience. Here are the rules. We want you to play by them. We're going to penalize you if you don't." abide the rules, and then seemingly, and I, I hate to sound negative, I don't want to become one of those sort of jaded SEOs, but it, but it seems like there, there, there is an increasing argument that says Google is more worried about the bottom line than they are about the user, which I say is fine. But, uh, yeah, but I, think, I think following user, I mean, for Google, following user strategy, uh, user experience is just it's just a strategy. That's it. I mean, and if if sure. the strategy has to be turned because of the business model or the business anyway, I mean, yeah. it, I don't, I don't think this is what we see I, right now. Strategy is yeah, going to get adapted. I don't think that's the issue, Roy. I think the the, the issue uh, is not that Google is doing it, which is fine actually, um, but the thing is that they're saying the opposite. Uh, I think there would wouldn't have been an issue if they would have said, okay, um, uh, listen up. This is uh, how we do it, no, and uh, we uh, have the we right to put our own sites uh, on, on top. Instead, yeah, but we, all when, know, we all know that if they say that, that's going to yeah. open up the gates <laughs> of hell for them. I mean, <laughs> this is where this shit comes flowing right at them. I mean, <laughs> the moment they say that, it's, it, they're going to have a lot of, lot of legal problems, I guess. Yeah, but the question uh, is, uh, should they then be saying, we built, well, because that's what they literally sprung to the TripAdvisor uh, uh, complaints, is that they said, we build Google for users, not websites, and our goal is to give users answers. So, so I guess coming back to the devil's advocate perspective, and I guess this is a different different devil's advocate I'm playing here, but I think that is an interesting point that we, from an SEO and search background, search marketing background, have a view of Google in that it is best for users when driving them to other sites. Whereas, personally, if I think about your Mm -hmm. standard or potentially less web-savvy user, 
finding everything they need in one place without having to go anywhere else is actually probably preferable to them. And, and I could see a potential argument from that standpoint about user experience. I think what they'll need to do, the more they go that direction, though, is, is leverage those relationships and make sure they keep them intact. So if TripAdvisor is providing the best review data, that they stay on their good side, that they don't go losing them, um, and that you know they don't pay for sort of angering we marketers by way of not being able to have access to the best information and down the line the user even if they're happy with the layout you know not being able to find anything good does anybody have a, an idea of how many traf how much traffic tripadvisor is getting from google would I don't. Be, would be a lot i guess well that's that, that, that would be an interesting uh, thing to know because if they pull if they pull their reviews off, um, and TripAdvisor is well, they, they kind of well, live think, on reviews. There is a very easy way to fix this whole issue. I mean, if Google wants to use TripAdvisor's content for its placement, it should pay for it. That's it. Hmm. That's the whole issue. I mean, and then then you're done with it. I mean, if you're going to use the info and, and you you find it very valuable, cough up the money and just go for it, buy it, and just use it and aggregate it. But mm. that's the problem with Google. No, no, we don't need to because we scrape and we're a search engine. And I think there's a, there's a fine line which is, I think, a bit of troubling because they are still, they have to, they could do the same thing from, or at least put up a split revenue for that, something like that. I mean, the same with newspapers. Uh, that's the problem that newspapers have with Google as well. I mean, they are creating money from their content without paying for that content because but if I'm willing to use that content I'm going to get myself an invoice in my inbox before I even publish the article so hmm. I think if Google is going to be a content provider or an aggregated content provider they should start paying money just like Flipboard does for instance <coughs> to the content providers that's exactly what Mark I, I unfortunately we're, we're quite a long way from that Oh my God, What's boss! That? What the hell did you say? <laughs> no, no, what you just said is exactly what Murdoch is saying. Oh well. Sorry about that. That's what he's saying. I've got I've got content. Google should pay for that. Um, they shouldn't be able to get it for free. Well, so I guess oh. that's my point. Is is that's not as far as I've heard, and maybe there are newer figures out, but I, I don't think that's worked particularly well for Murdoch. So I think. For, for, <laughs> I agree on that part. For, for people to start. Uh, you know, charging for, for their data to Google, there would need to be a, a true shift. Someone, be it Bing, Yahoo, whomever, would need to make some serious growth in, in market share, I would think, before that would even be within the realm. I think Google is in such a, a position of power that, whilst, yes, I agree that out of principle they should pay, I, I don't think the benefit to trying to force them to pay could possibly outweigh the benefit of um, the traffic sent to your site. Yeah, I, I agree on that. I mean, in, on another perspective, I mean, I, I do think, I mean, Google is for the mantra, information should be free because they're nerds in Google and nerds tend to think that. And <laughs> I agree on that part as well. I mean, information should be free, but um, if, if information is really valuable and people asking money for that information, it, somebody shouldn't just provide that same information for free because they can. Mm. Yeah. Well, not okay. unless they've done the work themselves anyhow. I mean, I think as yeah. long as you've I'm found gonna, that. 
I'm going to interrupt you guys for a second because we're going to go to uh, our sponsors who need uh, uh, also their time in our show. Uh, so we're going to go for a little break. And then uh, after we've been talking about uh, Google who's uh, putting their own results. But uh, there are also other results which are pretty spammy. And we'll talk about that also after break with uh, Roy and Sam Crocker. So, uh, Brasco, take us to the break. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at SEOfox.com. That's SEOfox.com. Think about it. You work so hard with your existing clients. How much time do you have every day to recruit more clients, expand your business, and add more value to your service? Let WebmasterRadio.fm do the work for you. We're the premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network with shows like SEO Rockstars, SEO 101, and SEM Synergy. We can tailor an ad campaign that includes 30 seconds every hour and a 30-minute special every month. Plus, the banner ads and links you need to reach our built-in audience and our legions of loyal listeners and podcasters. What you charge in hours for service is all it takes to get started on the fast lane to growing your business. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka sound all the time? In my new book, ka how to run an online business that pays and pays. I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com and I'll give you a kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K A C H I N G book.com. LPO, landing page optimization. Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. So, welcome back to the uh, State of Search radio show. Um, if you're listening to us live, by the way, you can join us in the chat room, which is That's really a really great cozy um, place right now. Uh, <laughs> 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 where you can uh, find all sorts of different information. Uh, and you can talk to us there. <laughs> <laughs> so, and if, and if you're listening to this... I've stayed out of that If you listen to this in a, in a uh, podcast format, uh, please uh, join us live one day and just come to the chat room. That'll be, that'll be fun too. Um, or if you just don't want to be in the chat room, just download this from iTunes. Anyway, we're uh, talking today with uh, Sam Crocker, who's... Um, um, I've somewhere I've heard that you have... American blood, is that true or not? Uh, yes, I am f- full, full-blooded full American, as it turns Actually, out. I've, you don't yeah, sound no, no, we have to American. make Davey Crocker make <laughs> jokes, sorry. Yeah, I was waiting for the big conversation yeah, on WikiLeaks, but that's all right, that's all right. Um, 
No, so I, you know, I, I've sadly, I, I think in, in trying to get a few of my friends to listen to this, I, I tried to plug them on the fact that they can listen to my ever worsening accent. And I think it's a product of uh, living with a young lady from over here and having worked with, with how, folks how, from, from the UK for a couple of years. I've only been here um, just, uh, I guess, two and a half years now. So yeah, you not, near, not nearly long enough for this accent. Did you start out at the, at the, the in Seattle, or am I just completely wrong over here? No, no, no. I, I first, my first sort of gig over here was at Distilled, so in in the UK. So. Yeah, but oh, he no, means uh, Distilled. Oh, oh, where am I from Seattle. originally? Yeah. No, he, I think he okay, meant that Distilled went to Seattle. Yes, they did. Um, I was born in Maine, went to school in North Carolina, um, never worked in Seattle, but um, yeah, Distilled do have an office out there. Does that okay. take care of it, Roy? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay. definitely. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, so, uh, anyway, we were talking about uh, the Google SERPs. Um, uh, what else? You could uh, almost say these days because a lot of people are talking about the Google SERPs and all the local uh, stuff. Do any of you guys see the uh, interview Marissa Meyer had, uh, or uh, at least, um, what's he called? Um, the TechCrunch guy. Mike Aronson. Uh, Mike thank you. <laughs> With Marissa Meyer in Paris uh, this week. So I've, I've read a lot of the recaps. I've not personally seen the, the full interview yet. Um, okay. But yeah, I've, I've read most of the highlights from it, I think. Yeah, you won't be missing too much, actually. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those, those prefabbed interviews again. Oh, right. where, okay. um, where does they, Marissa, uh, Marissa do anything else than that? Actually, she does. If she, if she speaks herself, then it can be quite interesting, but it's as, as soon as that she they get on stage where um, um, questions are being asked, they're, they're always prefab questions, and she won't slip slip up like uh, like Schmidt does with his strange <laughs> strange quotes. But um, she uh, stays well, on message, yeah, it's, and it's all so orchestrated. It's, like annoying to see almost. I, I was there last year when she was also in Paris and she was also interviewed by Harrington. You, yeah. you can't ask questions from uh, from the room. It's it's just the questions they've agreed on beforehand. Right. And he, he, he may give a hint once or twice that, that he would like to ask another question and then she just laughs and they go on with with other uh, other talks, but she. But, but the reason why I ask is that she's um, she's the one responsible for maps for places now local. Yeah. So um, her big thing is actually uh, now. Well, she, the thing the big thing she didn't get is Groupon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big, Ouch. <laughs> big, big non-story, really. Um, yeah. Which, which is, of course, is is interesting because um, uh, Google's been moving a lot on the on the local front in the past yep. couple of months, actually. And um, even try to make it worse, Microsoft should buy Groupon. That would make that it. Would. <laughs> that would just kill it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Facebook, for that instance, it doesn't matter. That that would be even worse, I think, if Facebook yeah. would <laughs> buy it. Yeah. yeah. Devastating yeah. for Google, anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, it should. It, should, it was supposed to be her her big sale, so to speak, or buy. Uh, right. Should, uh, but then that bounced. So uh, we're quite curious to see what what there's what's going to happen there. But I kind of feel like they overdid it. The uh, uh, the local uh, area, what they're doing right now. 
I certainly, for me, I don't personally enjoy it. And that, you know, so far I've no real idea of how it's affected my, my rankings from an aggregate perspective. Um, but just to look at, I certainly there are aspects I don't like at all. Um, I don't like sort of the map following me up and down the page as I scroll. Um, I personally, and I know obviously I'm a bit biased because of what I do for a living, but I personally like organic results and I like sort of the layout. I was one of the people up in arms when, when Instant came out, not because I was worried about how it would change my strategy, but just because I, I guess I, I'm a bit averse to, to change in certain respects when it comes to, to how my, my search results are presented. Um, but yeah, for me, I definitely think it's a bit much um, between so it's the number of terms that are now showing the local results and the, the current or new-ish structure. Um, I'm hoping they're going to dial it down a little bit, but we'll see. What's your take on that, Roy? Mm, I don't know. I think they should take more of the AdWords approach. When they introduced AdWords for it, just start to get it working and let people tell it's a great product instead of telling it's a... A great right. product, uh, and, and uh, we hope it is. And it, it, most of the time, it isn't actually because it doesn't work for us, or uh, it doesn't work as well for us. Let's say it better. Uh. It, it, looking at some people are put in there, and it just doesn't work for them. <laughs> State it like that because I, I think in the UK it's completely different. But welcome to Holland again. Um, different kind of index, different kind of search triggers. And it can be valuable, but most of the time, it's there's a lot of crap in there as well. Yeah, and it's also the the, the problem with it is that it's been triggered. It it gets triggered on on moments you don't expect it to. Exactly. If, if I'm looking for a, for a dentist in Amsterdam, I'm looking for a dentist in Amsterdam. So then I would expect local results. Right. But but when I'm looking for I don't know a, a car or a Jaguar or whatever, uh, I don't want. I, I don't necessarily want a Jaguar garage near where I live. Right, right. Yeah, because you're not necessarily looking to buy one. You may just want to look at the, uh, the nice pictures of, of the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, I, I would, I would, I mean, I wouldn't drive 50 miles for for for, for a dentist. I would drive 50 miles for a great car. I mean, there's yeah. a big difference in that. I mean, yes, exactly. that's true as well. And yeah. and at the same, the I think local in the Netherlands just had a. Just recently, for I think <coughs> six to nine months, I think they only switched to um, dentist in Amsterdam to dentist dentist Amsterdam as well. Because before that, you had to type in dentist in Amsterdam. Nobody does that. Nobody no. at all. So the the whole local thing wasn't triggered. And oh, it's just ah, <laughs> poorly yeah. poorly implemented yet. And I think that the Google AdWords approach should be way better. Train people. Um, Get great results out there and let other people tell it. I mean, I, I know there are already great results, but I mean, it's just a really unfinished product and it has to be polished. And I think Marissa should be worrying about that instead of buying uh, other nice shopping thingies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's the weird thing. If if you if you look at how uh, Marissa Meyer did her job in her previous uh, well, her previous job, she is so. Um, I would almost say uptight, but <laughs> she's, oh, well, you can she's, say that. Yeah, well, she's no, probably she's, not listening, boss. No, no, she's so in, onto the details, uh, yeah. uh, which kind of kind of doesn't look like they've been looking at all the details with the with the local stuff right now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's messy. <laughs> it's yeah, definitely messy. Well, and I think you know, in general, 
actually, speaking of spammy results, um, I think because it's unfinished, because there's so many loopholes and, and you know, it takes Google so much work just to get the, the algorithm right to try to keep spam out of the, the SERPs, which, as Matt Cutts admitted, they've, they've been sort of not doing as much as they should have been lately. But, but I've read an article um, earlier this week or maybe late last week in Blumenthal's, um, which is a great local search blog, about just how easy it is to sort of register a fake address. You find a non-existent building in the dead center of, of <laughs> town, city, or whatever, um, use a P.O. box, which they say you can't do, but basically he went through the whole exercise and did it and, you know, ranked first in, in cities he didn't even live in just by, you know, all he had to do to spam that result to a certain extent was, was get a P.O. box uh, address in that city. And, you know, I'm sure that sort of thing will be closed down, but it's, it's just the type of issue when, when it's fully reliant on, upon an individual claiming or, you know, claiming their location, and so much of that algorithm at the moment is based upon sort of distance from center of whatever town or city people are searching from. It's just so much opportunity for that to be exploited yeah. and... And, yeah. and, and, and well, the thing also is that there are a couple of things which go, which go weird. For I was in Utrecht yesterday, which is a city in the center of Holland, um, so I wasn't at the place where I usually am, and uh, I was giving a training, and I pulled up the, the local... Uh, um, uh, well, I pulled up Google and showed a, a result page and typed in local stuff and they gave me results for um, Assen, which is in the north yeah, east yeah, yeah. of Holland. <laughs> welcome, so, to uh, Google's, welcome to Google's geographical information. In yeah. <laughs> so I was like, ah? okay. So now I'm at home and they gave me, for example, I, I started typing dentist and then you get the instant uh, uh, suggestion uh, box and then they uh, look at where you are. So they figure out, okay, you're close to The Hague, so we'll, we'll give you the dentist in The Hague. And if yeah. I look at that page... Which is, uh, I'll put it in the chat room. Um, uh, it gives first two, on, on top we've got two ads, then we've got uh, the national phone book, then we got a site which is companies in The Hague, so, which yeah. shows all the dentists, so that's not a dentist. Then we've got 10 local results, all below one another, and then the first actual normal results, which is uh, a dentist in The Hague. So. Uh, you've got about three spots you can optimize for, probably. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I <laughs> don't really have anything to add. I'm a bit speechless. I mean, I, I have seen similar things, but it, it I don't know. It's it's a lot to uh, get used to, and, and especially because a lot of um, the, the results for which I'm seeing it over here are also uh, happen to have a lot of news. So it's pulling in, you know, the map, news, uh, all the all the local results, some images, and then you know one or two slots. And, and but yes. by the way, the map is not scrolling anymore over the. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, it looks like it's. Not it does over here. Mine's doing it again. Yeah, it does. <laughs> mine, mine does as well. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't with me. Huh. Might be browser dependent, but. Uh, yeah, I'm using Chrome. I'm Chrome. Yeah, I'm Chrome. I'm in Chrome okay. too. So. On the Mac. Right. So, no, I mean. I, I mean, is it that bad that the map is? I mean, I don't well, like question, it. That, that, that's the next question. Do we want this? Yes or no? Is this is this something you would want if you are looking for a dentist in the Hague? Probably. Yeah. yeah. If I was looking for a dentist in the Hague, probably. Um, if I was looking for 
information on dentistry and just typed dentist, I don't think I would necessarily want that result. And, and that is sort of, it's getting, in, in the results I've been looking at, it, it has been getting closer to that true head term um, rather than location specific. I'm starting to see more of this as well. So for me, that's obviously less, less valuable yeah. as a user. Um, if, but if, yeah, I'm simply, if I'm simply searching for dentist, then I get uh, dentist.nl. Or okay. uh, well, the Dutch word as first result, uh, and second result, and third result, and fourth result. So the first four results are the same site, okay. and then we get uh, f uh, again ten local uh, dentists in my neighborhood. Yeah, but and I, oh, hold on, hold on, because I, I'm taking the, the the vote for Google over here. I mean, <laughs> ninety percent of the people are just plain stupid and just start typing in dentist if they look for it and fat chance that they're not looking for information about dentists, but actually are looking for information about dentists in the neighborhood, isn't it? Yeah, so why are there four results for dentists.nl on, on top yeah, of that's, those? That's, I think that's the, the branding the branding kind of thing that they just switched. Uh, if you, your site is in there and it's getting more promoted and grouped together. I think that's more of a bug than it is, is of a feature, feature mm -hmm. I guess, in my opinion. But well, you, you can now get more results into... Um, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, that's that's a feature, but it shouldn't be on the, a page with this query and this intent. I mean, mm. it's because it has multiple. I mean, it's it has multiple kind of objects in it. One of these isn't right, and it shouldn't be this object in that place. But picking from well, I guess a lot of different objects and intentions, uh, stuff like that could go wrong, and and, and it, it will go wrong a lot more in in countries like ours where we use a lot of searches, but um, it, our language is quite specific and it's completely different in grammar than it is well, than it is in Germany or in, in, in the UK because we're sloppy with it and we're not <laughs> following all the rules. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, I, mean, I mean, if you look at a German website, it's going to have, have really tight German uh, type on it. I mean, they're speaking English, so they're pretty good at figuring out UK grammar. grammar. Yeah. But it's hard for them. It's, if we stick with the old uh, German way of speaking or the uh, Angelican way, actually, I mean, it's no problem. But we we got off to that as well. So I think that that's going to be that that's a, that's hard for them because it's not broken down in the official baseline anymore. Yeah. Right. Let's talk about that uh, after our final break, and uh, then we can also just um, uh, uh, talk a little bit about uh, uh, languages because there's been. Yet again, some changes to Google, uh, but then on languages. So, uh, Brasco, take us to the commercials. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. 
Hi, this is Joel Kamm. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. From domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast. Network, WebmasterRadio.fm with the Internet Marketing Channel. Our ad campaigns are fully integrated with multiple avenues of exposure, from slick, effective 30-second commercials to detailed, informative 30-minute town hall meetings. Expose your products and services to listeners and podcasters of not just shows like Market Edge and Domain Masters, but anyone looking for ways to market their business with your product. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm to find out more. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. So it's the final part of the State of Search show. Um, we're talking to Sam Crocker tonight. Um, uh, we were just saying during the break to one another, the time is really flying. It's, it's uh, sh- sometimes these shows are over just like just like that, uh, which is always uh, am- always amazes me. Um, we're talking about um, Google results, uh, Google local results, spam results, uh, stuff like that. And before the break, uh, uh, Roy mentioned that uh, one thing which is. Uh, um, uh, something Google does not look at is, is local dialect stuff. Um, is that, do I say that correctly, Roy? It's, it's not even dialect. It's it's also um, just smaller languages. It's harder for them to, to mm. do that. Yeah. In general. Yeah, true. Well, they're trying, at least, but uh, not, not, not in a yeah. very good way. <laughs> a lot of people try to get on the Olympics or win the... We don't... We're not going to make it like that. I mean, <laughs> it's a start, but it's not enough. <laughs> Spot on. Okay. Yeah. One thing which uh, which Google did change, uh, or at least they made, they added a new feature to uh, to uh, the Google results, which you can do now in the local uh, Google results. Um, with local, I mean, uh, the like the Google.nl or the Google.co.uk. You can. Add languages to your results. Um, they know that your first result is the language you're coming from. So, for example, in, in our case, that will be Dutch. So, um, you would uh, see the Dutch results. And then you can add languages to your results. So, you can uh, click on, uh, for example, Arabic or English or Russian or French or whatever you want. Uh, and then you'll get more results in your SERPs. And your regular results will be mixed with the results from the other languages. Fun, right? 
stays quiet. Uh, okay, yeah. let, let, let me kick this off. I think it's useless, <laughs> for one. Uh, um, I, I have no idea why they're doing this. They're using Google Translate, which we all know is not the best way to translate stuff, um, to change the words you're um, looking for. Um, but if, if you're an immigrant and you're living in The Hague and you're coming from Morocco, wouldn't it be nice to also get um, in, in the Netherlands Moroccan sites? Well, you don't get net Dutch sites uh, about... M- Depends on what you're looking for, I guess. But if mm-hmm. you're, if That's the whole point again. It, it's all about the intent and they're trying. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just like we said... <laughs> It's not the Olympics, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I, I think no, also but, just knowing that you can, or at least previously, uh, I believe, you've always sort of been able to control your location um, for those, or not always, but you know, since prior to this language thing. So I do think, in that particular case, you could probably just set your location to Morocco if you were particularly interested in that. Um, but I'll, I'll let Buzz get to his point because I'm still getting my head around. I I personally don't. Well, well, one, I haven't thing, read it enough is, about it to understand, but two, I don't really get it. Why it's you would... mixed results. So that's, uh, I right. can imagine if you say, okay. okay, switch to Moroccan. Right. Or if you say switch to English or whatever. But they're mixing up the results. So that means that the first 10 results are, uh, if, you, if you click on three or four languages, are all mixed up. So you, you won't get the best results out there. You, you'll get the best results for the four languages you're l- looking for. And you have to hope that the translation is good. Um, th- th- there's a very long article on, about it on uh, both Search Engine Land and on uh, Multilingual Search by uh, Andy Atkins, who's, well, he, he specializes on uh, um, international search. So uh, he, he also, I don't think he really what likes a, it either. What a URL, Darren. Nobody's going to click on that one. <laughs> Which one? Uh, the, the, the multilingual one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> It's only in the chat room, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> so, and it's, um, okay. Oh, 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 Andy, is it? No, is, it, is this Andy's blog? No. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think he blogged on his own, and then he also, I think, was a guest blogger for Search Engine Land, I believe. Yeah, yeah. We, we, he, me, and uh, Bill Hunt are doing the international column on Search Engine Land, and we right. every week okay. there's another one of us uh, okay. writing there. And uh, this week he's writing there, and he wrote about the same subject. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, his blog is broken. The next time you speak to him, tell him that he should use permalinks because it's really, I can duplicate that one, well, like 10,000 times in the three minutes, I guess, from now on. Maybe, that, maybe that's what he wants. <laughs> no, he doesn't want that in Google. Trust me, he doesn't. <laughs> okay, but uh, continue the story, please. Yeah, well, well, the thing is that uh, what, what strikes me the most is if, if you say, okay, um, for example, there's a Moroccan guy who moves to the Netherlands and he also wants to see Moroccan results, I can understand that. But why not then give him the choice, go to the Moroccan results, go to the, uh, uh, the Dutch results? Why mix it up? I don't get it. Ah, neither do I. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, they probably have this idea for it, but... Yeah, and here here comes the user intent again. They're they're already offering you um, specific languages based on your location, right? So, uh, uh, like he says, translation is geo-targeted. Yes. So uh, that means that, um, uh, for example, he's, he writes that Google Norway results for the search for video ads um, also gives results back for English 
Swedish and Danish. Right. Yeah, I think it's it's quite interesting that because I mean, presumably, if it is using that geolocation or geotargeting element as well, potentially that's quite limiting. Let's say if you're um, in the immigrant situation again that we were talking about again or earlier, and you've come from somewhere in, in Latin America from a Spanish-speaking country, but you're conducting a search from the UK, presumably it would be pulling in results from Spain um, as well as the UK, you know, it, rather than necessarily where you are coming from or where you are interested in sort of the other pages. Uh, I, I don't know, I'm st as I say, I'm still trying to, to make sense of what purpose it would have and, and why you would want to sort of optimize for that. But uh, Well, they've, they've also got translated pages in there, so right. I'm, I'm still not sure where, where, where they're going with this. Uh, at first sight, I don't like it, but maybe I'll stand corrected in a couple of weeks. Who knows? It's always uh, interesting to see how Google's changing stuff around. Yeah, I've been very busy this year, so... I, I, they've been hugely busy this year. It's been an incredible year with that, for that matter. I, I just said that last week I was speaking at a conference um, where I uh, um, uh, spoke again about changes in Google's uh, SERPs, which I speak yeah. a lot, about a lot. Um, but the thing is, I've really chosen the wrong subject on that yeah, because I have right. to change my <laughs> presentation like every two days or anything. I, I really have to <laughs> watch you that stick with finding keywords and yeah, building right, site right, structures. Yeah. Focusing on link building, I heard I've just been reading that uh, tricks from 10 years ago are working again. So, you know, you could just recycle your decks from 10 years ago if you yeah. stick with link building. Well, uh, put out some of those tricks. Maybe, I mean, to give them uh, some value. I, well, that, that I, wasn't, I was a young, young lad 10 years ago. I wasn't, I wasn't doing any of these, but I'll, uh, I'll point you guys in the direction of some of the blogs I've been reading anyhow. Yeah. We're getting close to the end anyway. Give us, give us one of the things which is working again. Well, so, I, I mean, again, having not tried this myself, but just plain old spammy subdomains, um, you know, adding adding the key key phrase dot, you know, respected URL.com or whatever. Um, if using that with loads of different keywords, uh, I've seen some some pretty good results from that. Um, just in general, really spammy link profiles that you know were were previously uh, certainly serving a, a page two penalty of some sort, if not you know, completely dropped out of the index. And, and I'm not one for, for outing people outright, so I'm not, I'm not going to give specific queries, but um, I've definitely seen a lot more of that sort of thing. So, so I would suggest, you know, with the current value on, on exact match domains, the fact that some of those subdomains are working, uh, you know, that seems to be something that's working again that hasn't worked in quite some time. Yeah, I, I have still one question left because you monitor the market pretty well. Um, have you seen anything uh, about thin affiliates getting their quality score being dropped? Uh, I have not read anything about it, but I've spoken to some people whose quality scores have dropped, but um, nothing else has been impacted. You know, their actual ability to to rank or to get um, you know their bids in. At, at their sort of normal price, uh, by way of paid search, has, has not been impacted. Just, um, just the actual quality scores. So, no, I've I've heard some stuff 
from Germany that people got the quality score kicked, but then the, the prices went up as well. So oh, that right. was connected. But I don't know um, if that's just a rumor, <laughs> and I haven't seen actual results. But I've heard some stuff about it, and I was curious if I mean if if it, if more people saw it happening. But yeah, well, I, I'm not as involved in in the paid stuff. But as, as I said, I, I certainly know some people no, no, who have seen that drop right away, but have not. Been paying the price uh, in terms of bids yet, so yeah. Then it's no so, problem. But <laughs> so, Roy sounds like an interesting topic we can discuss next week with uh, Avert because yeah, be that's this is one of the guys who was talking about it. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, we've got a topic for next week. <laughs> We're actually getting uh, close to uh, the end of the show. It's uh, uh, almost uh, nine already here in uh, uh, in Holland uh, and eight in the UK. Um, if you are uh, listening to the show in a, a live format. Again, you can uh, also download us from iTunes. And um, if you're listening through a downloader version, you can listen live every 8 p.m. on Tuesday, uh, which is 8 p.m. in Holland, of course, 7 in the UK. And in the U.S., that's 2 p.m. on the East Coast and then 11 a.m. on the West Coast. Uh, Sam, thank you very much uh, thank you for joining so us much. on the show uh, today. It's been a real it's been pleasure. Really yeah, and uh, we hope to have you, you back in the new year. Hope so. That'd be great. Yeah. You can uh, find Sam on uh, uh, Samuel Crocker. That's your Twitter handle, right? Yeah. All one word. Yeah. I misspelled it. I said Sam Crocker. Sorry. Uh, well, right. uh, we'll put that in Sam. the show notes where you can find all the links we've discussed here and with, you can also find uh, Sam's Twitter account uh, there. And you can also find him on Status Search anyway because he's a blogger there. So, Okay, um, <laughs> thanks again and um, so we'll be back next week with the show and I uh, hope you have all have a good uh, rest of the day in the US and the rest of the evening in Europe. Thanks again, Sam, and uh, thanks, Roy. Thanks, bye.